0: You're listening to TalkZone.com, Internet Talk Radio. And welcome back to Mastering Ourselves. If you'd like to give us a call, thank you, dear. 1-800-336-2225. 2225 singing Christmas carol. Yeah, he is. Okay, how does the expression of personality change in one who has truly gone beyond ego? So as we talked in the last segment, there is no going beyond ego. So that's the first problem, but this guy doesn't know any better, so he just buys the story. And here's what our guy says, our Orthodox Greek priest. A person who's gone before ego, he is ready for everything. you got to listen to this, Keith, because I really want to watch your face. (laughs) He is ready for everything always. He never is or says or feels that he's tired. This is somebody who's gone beyond ego. He has joy. He's always ready to give. He exists only for others. He's ready to serve everybody. He does not judge anybody, including the deepest sinner. He uh, he's, the, uh, he's there as a child, but the child of a king who can touch the son of a king, who can touch a newborn lion knowing that the mother lion is nearby. Being this way, you're like a small lamb among the wolves, but you are not afraid. You're there offering, receiving, everybody loving, serving, praying for everybody and being ready to die in each moment. And, and in that, you're totally and completely free. All the fruits of love, because we become the source. Uh, all these are fruits of love, because we become the source of love. So is a man without ego. There is the trans. This is the transformation.
1: Well, I, I think this man. You know, these are some really nice ideas, but I think he's been sheltered a bit. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, do you think Jesus, loving Jesus on the cross. Do you think uh, it was just all joy and easy and and, uh, full of, uh, you know, it wasn't how he's describing? Because Jesus was smack in the middle of doing his mission, and sometimes when you're doing your mission, you're squeezed on from every direction. However, if you have your ego, the wayward sides of your ego sufficiently tamed, then the ways that life smack you around don't smack you as hard. But it can smack you, it can smarts, but you get up faster, you get your perspective faster, you get your positive direction and constructiveness going, and you get going again.
0: You know, this is what we talk about when we talk about the steps to enlightenment and when you're on the continuum of becoming enlightened. You know, it's never that you're without ego, but when you're really wrapped in ego, like, you know, if I don't get my way, whatever it is, I feel like I'm going to die. When you get more humble, it's like if I don't get what I want, I understand that God wanted me to have something different, and so I accept that and move on. So your steps to enlightenment is also a process of reducing the ego and finding more humbleness, and in the steps to enlightenment – you are more able, the further you are along, you are more able to let go of whatever your picture was or whatever your demand was and accept whatever is. That's a function of enlightenment is that you can accept what is with more grace and ease.
1: So take these rather holy men, uh, Dalai Lama, Mahatma Gandhi, Jesus, the Dalai Lama, you know, he gets up at three uh, thirty, four o'clock every morning to do his prayer work for 3 or 4, four hours. 4 hours or something like for that. For you. For me. For the world. Beautiful man. You don't think he's not tired sometimes?
0: Yeah, I think he sleeps, I think he sleeps like 4 or 5 hours a night.
1: I know. This guy's amazing. Mahatma Gandhi through and he's, all, What
0: What is he in his 77 80s? 77
1: or something. Or something. I, uh, he's up there. Mahatma Gandhi going through so much resistance, you don't think he got tired from his fasts and different things? So this guy's talking when you got your ego tamed, you know, and I I would call it the wayward parts of your ego, you don't get tired anymore. Uh Jesus, he tried to escape when he was teaching the sermon on the mount, he tried to escape the crowds, they were pulling on him so much, you know, he he went over back behind the hills, you know, it was just too much. He got tired because all these guys were smack in the middle of doing their mission. When you're doing your mission and when you're really doing your mission, it's a lot of times a big load on your system. It's not just uh, dancing, uh, you know, a ballet or something. It's a load on your system that you're you're packing the mail through with. You're, <laughs> you're delivering. You're, you're
0: listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts, helping humanity wake up one show at a time. If you'd like to give us a call, we're at 1-800-336-2225. Um, here's an idea, another version of what we might call humbleness and we are not talking free of ego because you never get free of ego when you're on earth. So it isn't about free of ego, but it's about reduced ego so that you are actually experiencing levels of humbleness.
1: It's who's in control.
0: Yeah. And I have no idea how much, uh, how much ego you have to get rid of to start knowing you're humble. It's a catch-22. Once you start getting rid of your ego and then you ask, how much ego have I gotten rid of, it's actually an ego question. (laughs) (laughs) You know, most of the time. Yeah, most of the time. So what is humbleness? Humbleness is an ability for one to see one's own fault or to even have another pointed out to them and for them to go, gosh, you're right. I do have that problem. Let me go to work on it. So it's an, a willingness to work on your faults versus defending, angry, denying. Ha! Ah, uh-uh, that's not true. I don't act that way. Ha! Ah, uh-uh, sort of stuff. So it's like so, so
1: owning your, your owning stuff. your
0: stuff, owning your stuff. It's also in balance to give and to receive as appropriate. This idea of that you have unlimited energy to give, 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 give. You know, this isn't this isn't what being on earth is about. People are not able to do that. You have to do in balance of give and receive as appropriate. I'll tell you something else. It is not always appropriate to give to people. You know, there are people who are just take, 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 use, use, use. And when you're giving to them unconditionally, you are empowering them to stay in a dark hole.
1: That's one of our sayings. Over-givers are user-friendly.
0: So, you know... Overgiving to those people is the worst thing you could do for them. That's yeah. not that's not wise, humble giving. That's that's silliness.
1: You think you know a, a person not very far along in their development thinks that's love because everyone's happy, because, but they haven't really served what's better for themselves or better for the other person. They just made them happy and they think that's love.
0: So here's some more of what humbleness is. It's free of any defensiveness, self-aggrandizement. You're a patient listener. You are in balanced service. You have no need to be or to have another to be on a pedestal. Also, and this is maybe one of the toughest ones of humbleness, you have a willingness to let others have their sometimes painful lessons. You know, that's called not playing God. You know, God has given everybody the lessons they need to learn what they need to learn. So when we jump in there and think that we're saving people from the lessons that God has doled out, we haven't saved them from anything. We've delayed their lesson.
1: We've delayed their growth.
0: Because they're going to have to do it yet anyway. So uh also honoring the greatness of God is very humble. In other words, you know, it is... You know, whatever gifts that I have, I have them because uh, I am an open vehicle to the guides. And, and these gifts come through me. So whatever gifts I have came from God, not from me, not from my fancy ego, fancy intellect, fancy intuition, fancy anything. You know, we are vehicles of God.
1: Um, appreciation and gratefulness are aspects of humbleness. And like a true hero, um, those who are humble they just do what's right. They do the right thing just because it's right, with very little thought of self. So there's humbleness, and there's actually the true stuffs of a hero. And you seek to be right with life, not assuming that you are right. Or you know, I remember when I was younger, my ego thought that I should be privileged, so I was always looking for a privilege and extra acclaim and whatnot, but um, seek to be right with life, not assuming you're right, and override a person who overrides their own selfishness and self-centeredness. So you look for uh, selfishness and self-centeredness, and you tame it. And just think, once again, the ego, if if two people don't tame their ego, inevitably it's going to come up that they both want something, and the egos are gonna bash on each other. So there's no possible way to have peace on earth or peace any place if the egos are not subdued under right action. So all of you that really want peace on earth, the first step is, is to transform your egos. So that they are servants. And, and here's what the guides uh, were doodling through me, this guy hanging on the cross. They want us to say in humbleness, This is the words that came with this guy on the cross. Surrendered servants of the higher path and higher guidance for the greater good. So that's like the epitome of humbleness when you are a surrendered servant of the higher path and guidance for the greater good. And the greater good could be, you for, uh, three hours and everyone else for eight hours in a day or could, could go any other way. And it, it's, it's certainly, it just looks for what's the best way we can handle this. What's the best we can do for who, who is involved around us and the situation we're in. That's humbleness. You seek to, to make the best outcome and you're rather egoless about it or you're equal to the others involved. And I just got to say, some people are martyrs or they can take humbleness too far and they can be self-defacing, self-destructive because they deny the self so far. And that's a form of the ego because they're trying to deny their ego and their self so much that they go and destroy the potential that God has in them by being so effacing, is it? I don't know the word. D- demeaning to themselves—that's—that's that's gone beyond humbleness into a spiral down in self-destruction. We're talking—we're trying to talk about wholesome humbleness, not uh, a humbleness that's sort of a warp.
0: Nice. It's sort of fun how you and I pick different directions.
1: It is. It's like makes it—you got one side of the book, I got the other. Yeah,
0: it was very, very
1: good. I noticed that too. It's—it's it's very nice. I go, you know, how to, you know, I what was I thinking? I missed those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I was
0: thinking too, especially about gratitude.
1: So this is what happens when you, you when people are really, 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 really married. Like we're married in the work that we do. And so Charmé gets half, I get half. And it, it folds together, just sweet.
0: So here are some uh, brilliant uh, Einstein quotes, Albert Einstein. On On what? spirituality and humbleness. Oh, neat. <clears throat> now, What's unusual about Albert Einstein and part of what I, why I love him so much is, you know, he was a brilliant mind, but he still was in the service of God. And so many of our scientists and intellectual thinkers don't know how to be in service to God. They they think that their intellect is the end-all, be-all, and he bridged the two, which you will see in his quotes.
1: So he had left brain, right brain going instead of just left brain, which was uh, just the intelligent thinker. He had the right intuitive brain going also.
0: So Albert Einstein says, uh, My religion consists of a humble admiration of the illimitable superior spirit ...who reveals himself in the slight details we are able to perceive with our frail and feeble minds.
1: (laughs) The guy pretty pretty well got a hold of humbleness, didn't he?
0: (laughs) You know, these slight details are what Keith and I call the omens of life. If we would pay attention to the omens of life, you will notice that Spirit is talking to you every single day, all the time. If you will listen to the omens... Here's an example. You know, we're moving on several directions to move, mastering ourselves to the next level. I spent six hours on it today. So I come down here setting up the show, and uh, we have on the computer here in the studio the the game of solitaire. So we uh, played two hands before waiting for the show to come on, and both hands went from A to Z absolutely smooth all the way through. Now, that doesn't happen for us all the time.
1: I can go a day without that happening.
0: And he'll play a number of hands, and it never happens. So, you know, that's like spirit saying you're on the flow. That's like one of those little uh slight details we are able to perceive with our frail and feeble mind. If you are to listen, you know, you can go on the other hand, and you can play and play and play and play, and, play and it just... It, you cannot get it through and then look at your life and go, you know what? It does feel jammed over there or over there or over there. Right. I am noticing that things feel stuck and the game will reflect that. These are the little ways that are, uh, that the guides are talking to you all the time if you will listen.
1: So it doesn't matter if we win. We're in that mindset. No, that isn't the point. We're not will-forcing it. And I can feel some of you out in the audience going, boy, we could just swing this thing around by our will. I'm not talking that. It doesn't matter how the thing goes out. We simply... Uh, are interested in reading the flow. We're of surrendered, it. and we go through the process of just it being entertained by it, and then it shows us what's going on.
0: Yeah, you have to.
1: You have there to be is, not attached. That's right. There's the true read. You
0: have to just sort of it. You know, this isn't about oh my god, I won. This is about what is the flow. Uh, what is the flow reflecting today? Which is, you know, and, and there's a, a lot of ways for you to read spirits' messages.
1: By the way, we are tuning into the tragedies that have happened, the natural tragedies throughout the world. Uh, you the know, cyclones, and, er, hurricanes, and yes, earthquakes, tsunami, volcanoes, yep. and it is becoming extraordinarily apparent that there is a response to how people are and the tragedies, and the tragedies happen to do something to the people. And you're going to be fascinated with probably this next week we're going to do this show. It is utterly fascinating. It is just profoundly exactly that. There's yeah, basically, no mistakes in nature.
0: Basically, there's a spirit behind each storm that's trying to accomplish something. An, that the a, guides a purpose. Are, yes, that the guides are driving. And we're going to get into it. I don't know if we're going to do it this next week, but we're going to do it soon. And it'll be very interesting. What is there, about 15...
1: Fifteen or more.
0: Storms over the Storms, last 50 earthquakes, years. earthquakes,
1: or, or, you know, it goes back hundreds of years, too.
0: Yep, it ought to be very, very interesting. Ooh, we have a caller when we come back. So you're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, helping humanity wake up one show at a time. When we come back, we have a caller. Stay with us.
1: Ever wonder what a spiritual path is? Maybe
0: you're on one right now. Take Mastering Ourselves host Keith and Charmé Amber's free quiz. Find it if you're on a spiritual path. Find out at www.masteringourselves.com. You'll be amazed at all the nooks and crannies that make up a spiritual path. Keith and Charmé Amber specialize in delivering unique, usable, and easy to understand life transforming information that can bring you inner freedom and peace check out Mastering Ourselves. Go to www.masteringourselves.com. Don't forget to take the free quiz. Jumpstart your spiritual path today.